0: This is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to be fun. And together, we will become fearless. Hello to all of our Fearless Fathers listeners out there today. Thank you again for joining us on another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. I am your host, Davo. I'm running solo on the mic today. Kind of running solo on the mic to say. Ryan's not here with me. Oh, I rhymed. That was pretty sweet. I'm so proud. Ryan's not here with me today, but we have a very special treat. We're doing our very first interview today. This is not a father-centric episode. This is going to be another mindset shift episode. With me today, I have one of a close friend of mine known each other for years worked so much between mental health and his own you know physical being of who he is and we're gonna sit down today we're gonna have a conversation with mr tj friends tj say what's up to the fearless fathers listeners
1: hey everybody how's it going i'm excited it's going i'm excited to be here i'm excited to talk to you guys and get things rolling
0: we are super super excited that you're here with us today so not to not to uh, throw this off any bit longer than what it is. Without further ado, we're going to jump into it. So, TJ, why don't you just tell our listeners a little bit of who you are and what you do for a living?
1: Uh, well, I I like to think of myself as a uh, uh, a motivator, a bit of uh, a leader, for sure. I like to to like to make people happy. Uh, currently, I'm not right working, but um going to be returning to my job obviously with all this crazy quarantine and all that stuff right i personally i have a bit of a respiratory issue so that's something that i've dealt with in the past and whatnot so i'm just trying to be safe as i can but i'll be returning to work i'm just uh i've lead a department at a warehouse just some regular warehousing but what i'm currently working on is getting certified through the national academy of sports medicine to be a personal trainer
0: very very cool very cool. So with all the crazy going on like we we're talking about with COVID and all that, how has that would you say like impacted your mental health and how you've been coping with a lot of things being out of work and just going through losing like the routine.
1: Honestly, man, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't struggle with it at first. I mean, it was kind of overwhelming. It's all unprecedented. Everything is right. so so fast and so so rapid and thankfully we did take the action we did cuz it does seem to be working. Uh, not to dwell right. on all that garbage for too long, everybody <laughs> has their own opinion about that, but honestly, it was very overwhelming i i didn't have a job, and that was the first time i hadn't had a job in probably ten years, man, where like i not personally right. that i didn't want to work, it was that i didn't have work, so you had it was no choice scary, right. yeah, yeah, it was kind of scary so so that scared me, man, and I did go into a little bit of a funk, and everybody anybody that says that they don't struggle with some sort of mental Issue, whether it being self consciousness or anxiety or depression or some sort of it, I think everybody is a you're a liar if you don't admit to to struggling with it at some point in some way, and and that's what I I did. The first week week and a half I struggled, but then I looked at it and I was like, this is an advantage to. I was doing two a days. I started working out twice a day. I started doing a better meal prepping and taking advantage of being able to do all that stuff.
0: Very nice. So you were, you were taking a negative situation, something that really just like took you down, but you were turning that into a positive to say, Hey, now I may be out of work, but now I have more time to focus on my focus on my health, focus on my meal prep and focus on other things that are within my control.
1: Exactly, man. That's huge, huge. I'm glad you said it that way. Cause it's you got to focus on the things that are in your control that is really like it's so significant to the well-being of yourself to be able to understand that you can only control the things that you can control and what you can do to affect those things to make them positives or negatives is all surrounded about you and your mentality towards it and that's that's something that i struggled with for a very long time and only until recently that i've realized you're ultimately in control of that situation. How you receive information, how you interpret it, how you take feedback, how you take criticism, it's, it's its all mentality. And the sooner you realize that not everybody's out to get you and that there are good people in this world, the, the sooner that you can start to spread that happiness because you need to have it. You, a big thing I like to say is you can't give anybody something that you don't have. And if you don't have happiness inside, how are you supposed to spread that to others?
0: Oh, man, that was... Oh, you actually like gave me chills down my spine when you said that. That was absolutely amazing. You're absolutely right when you say that. Like having that mindset and something that we preach on the Fearless Fathers podcast is having that mindset and taking control of things that you have. So, I mean, you you hit that absolutely beautifully on the head. That was oh like that oh that 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 actually pumped me up so thank you for that one yeah dude i love thank you for that so
1: true whatever you have if you don't have motivation you can't motivate others if you don't it it works just like if i if i don't have money i can't give you money same thing as if i don't have happiness i can't give you happiness
0: motivation is that muscle man you the more you work it the more you get of it the more you could just give to other people right on on that one and
1: it feels so good
0: it feels amazing when you 're just motivated and ready to do things with that outlook absolutely now you brought something up, and I, I want to kind of touch base on this. you know you said taking control of the actions that you can that that you have at your disposal. what would you say to somebody in that to say hey i 'm having a difficult time taking control of my actions well what 's something that you would you know that, that you would tell other people
1: uh, it all starts with stupid, stupid little goals, man, something like steps that's a, everybody has a cell phone nowadays something stupid has hit a certain amount of steps in a day just it's all about goals goal oriented and you need to find a way to engage yourself me personally that's through working out for me i i can isolate myself through that way and i love to bring it to other people and i suggest that that's always my first suggestion is some sort of exercise whether it be right walking up and down your stairs 3 times if you get stressed out uh do ten squats. See if you could do a pull up or two. You know, just try to get your mind away from that. that. That that's something that I've always dealt with. And when I when I get in a situation where I'm having some severe anxiety or something like that, it's always it's easy to focus on something small and and, and a, a goal and orient yourself towards that to, to get right. yourself so out those... of those situations.
0: Right, so those micro steps to lead to a bigger dream that you might have. Not trying to not trying to put in everything all at once, but take those mini steps to progressively build yourself,
1: dude. You can't. I'm still working on myself. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm in incredible shape. I'm 225 pounds, but I still I can run a 5k. I can do all crazy kinds of cardio and stuff like that. And and it's it's all a year ago. I wasn't able to do any of that. I mean, it's it's all right. Each each little step you take is another step towards your success. No matter how slow you're moving, as long as you have that forward momentum, that's something that I I really like to beat into people is that do not stop your momentum. Whether it be, if you have to stop working out for a week, stop working out for a week, but don't stop your nutrition. Don't stop. Right. If you have to stop your nutrition for a week and you can't, you're working and you work where there's only fast food, I totally get that. But like, you gotta be able to focus and be able to, to bring yourself back into it to, to, with those different micro steps, like you said, it's, it's, it's super right. important, super duper important.
0: Super uh, absolutely. Well, well said on that, on that matter. You know, it's, it's one of those things, guys, even as a father, taking those, taking those mini steps to yourself for yourself, for your kids and just saying, Hey, I can do this. You know, if you're a gamer in between kills, take 10 pushups, 10 sit-ups, 10 squats, Dude, go back into is- it for 15 15-
1: That's exactly something that I do, man. That's literally, yeah. (laughs) I'll be playing Call of Duty with the boys, and I'll just be like, "Well, we're in a lobby. Let's do ten squats. Let's do just anything. Every little bit counts, man, because it's once you get that physicality going, it. I can't describe to you the the amount of bounds and leaps that I've made mentally because of taking this physical journey it's, it's insane.
0: Sure. It, it absolutely is and They, they almost go one, they almost go hand in hand at a sense too. Like, yeah, you could be like, I, I'm not, I'm not the most physically fit person in the world. I'm getting back into that due to my other things out there in this world. But you know, it's having that pot, that, that positive mindset for me is telling me, Hey, listen, man, you can go out there and you could fucking do these pushups again. You don't have to be who you were two years ago, three years ago. You know, it, it's like that positivity flipped a switch for me and said, Hey, you can go back to doing this. And likewise for you, where you started on the physical fitness side of things and that positivity and that mindset just kind of shifted for you and said, Holy shit, here I am now. This is the, this is who I am. And this is who I'm going to be.
1: And honestly, dude, it's, it feels great to be able to do all that. And a huge thing that came out of this physical uh, fitness journey has been, I got the courage to uh apply for a management position. I said I, as I said I was the lead of a department at the warehouse before it. Right. It down. And I'll tell you what, man, I was really on the fence about applying for this position. I was just a regular warehouse associate there before that. I had some experience doing certain things that would help me to get this job, but I didn't I don't know that I had that leadership quality. I didn't know that. And then some guys at the gym would pull me aside and be like, "Hey, you ever think about being a physical trainer because the way you motivate people in here, this and that." And I'm like, no, I, I, I've never thought about that. And that's that's really what got me moving on it. And then I was just like, you know oh. what? Fuck it. I'm going to apply for this job. I went into that interview the most confident I've ever been for any interview I've ever had. And I, I absolutely crushed it. Obviously got the job. And it was, it, I'll tell you what, it was a great weight off my shoulders because it was just like, I can do this. I can do this stuff. I've applied for management positions before. Didn't get them. And right. now I'm at this point where I just realized I just needed that little bit of confidence and the physicality of, of things totally helped the mentality.
0: Absolutely. That, that, that bit of confidence built a massive amount of courage in you in the long run, which is, which is fantastic. So I'm actually kind of glad you brought that up. So actually one of the questions was, you know, when did you realize you wanted to be a personal trainer? And this is, this is something that you just started talking about and how, how did that truly like impact who you are as TJ French?
1: I mean, I, I've honestly been struggling, man. We all are. We're, we're all about to yeah. be, most of us are about to be 30 or just turn 30. And <laughs> What the, what the fuck are we doing with our lives right now? Besides, right. before COVID, I mean, it's like, I didn't go to school. I don't know, like, if I want to go to school, I could still go to school. I don't know. You, you don't know sure. where you're at. You don't know what you're doing. And then, like, it just, like, hit me, man. I don't know. It was just one day I'm sweating my ass off in the gym, and I'm just like, I looked at somebody, I said something to them, like, hey, don't let me catch you or something like that. And I'm like, it's that easy to just motivate somebody to – to want to be better, even right. if it's to push this sled another three feet, that's still, you did that for that person that day. And that's another kind of steps back to those micro steps. Even that's not really a goal, but it's a micro step. It's a micro, a little thing that helps you. It's a little thing that makes you feel better, fills your heart a little bit with good so that you can continue to spread it.
0: Out, outstanding. I, I love that. I love that so much. It, the universe, guys, the universe tells you where you need to be at any one time. For TJ, he was just sitting there in the gym. Pushing it, and something just came out of him and said, "This needs to happen. This is what's going to happen." And taking those steps to building what he felt and what he knows is right in him was massive. Was absolutely massive. Now moving on a little bit as well too. What would you say? You know, we're we're gonna dig a little deep here. We're we're gonna go in, we're gonna go into the catacombs here a little bit, TJ. All right. What all would right. you say was was the toughest moment for you in your life, and how did you overcome that? Hmm.
1: I would say one of the toughest moments for me in my life, man, was probably ooh, I, this goes really far back when I was I was four years old. My parents got separated, and that's just when you're like the age that you start being able to pay attention to stuff. And yep, I struggled with that through my teenage years, and that's why I mean I went to doctors, therapists, this and that, and you know my history. So like, right, I I, I went through some stuff, and and I had caseworkers and this and that, and I just it. Took me so, so, so long until honestly probably five, six years ago, to realize that like sorry, I'm kinda I get choked up about stuff like that, like when no, I talk about it. It's you're, just
0: you're, you're good, man.
1: I thought I blamed myself for that. And I know it's so cliche of kids that have their parents separated at a young age, but it it's so true, man. How do you not like my brothers were older, so it wasn't them. I'm the newest kid, like I'm the right. reason my parents separated, and like Honestly, I struggled with it for a while and then I met my wife and like, like I said, until like five, I've been with her for almost seven years on and off now, wow. basically. And we've been married for a year and a half almost now, a little bit over. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like, it being with her and being with her family and stuff like that, it was just like, man, like, my, I don't have this. I don't have that connection and stuff. And then she ended up going through a, a very similar situation. Her parents got separated and like, that was when I realized they were adults. They made those decisions themselves. That wasn't on you. And that I'll tell you what, that was, that was a major turning point for my mentality as well. Cause I was, I, think I used to be a major asshole. And at that point I was just like, you got to realize what you do and what you, what you say does have effects on other people, but in the same breath, you don't control other people's right. actions and, and the way they receive things. So you just got to right. stay in your lane and, and understand that. So it's hard not to blame yourself for things. Totally get that. You,
0: absolutely right on that. Yeah, you you took you, you took your experiences that you had and you could have you could have easily went down that negative hole of just saying, you know, that self-doubt and that that deprecating feeling in your life, but you took what happened at such a young age and you know, you know, we've been friends, for, you know, we we've, we've known each other and friends forever like on the same way a parent, you know, child of divorce. Same feeling, 4 or 5 years old my parents split. So, you know, you and me kind of have that same feeling of like, oh shit, this is all my fault. And but taking those experiences that you that you went through, you can control those. You can control how you combat those experiences and how you be how you can become better because of a negative experience.
1: Exactly, man. And I, I honestly I was having a conversation with a buddy the other day about like I would wonder what the statistic is of like because I, I didn't go through some crazy traumatic stuff. But, you, you know, a lot of people go through traumatic things and yeah, there's e- they either come out super fucked up. Or stupid successful. There's no in between ever. I don't know if you've ever like really sat down and thought about it, but you know, like you got like Charles Manson, and then you have—I <sighs> can't think of a celebrity that had a. There's tons of them that I've always talked about. Oh have yeah. had abusive childhoods and this and that. And now they're stupid successful. So it's like, right? There's no in between. So I like you got to take. Even if it's something negative, there's always, 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 as cliche as it is, a positive in it. There's some sort of lesson that you can learn. There's something. And that's something that people really, really, really need to understand.
0: Oh, yeah, you're beautifully, yeah, absolutely on that one. A thousand percent of the way. So we're we're gonna we're gonna keep this train rolling here a little bit because I I think, you know, you 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 can't hit that any better than what you said there. That's absolutely perfect. At what moment in time did you realize you had to make a change? And what steps did you take mentally to get to that change?
1: Well, I was 28 years old at the time. Went to the doctor and he, I told him about my family history and some issues that I was having. And he wanted me to go and get tests. I was 28 years old. I came back with blood tests saying my cholesterol was high, man. And with that, that's crazy, dude. I was, almost, I was yeah. 290 pounds and I was just like, dude. Cause I don't know if you know, like straight out of high school, I actually lost a ton of weight, about a hundred pounds and was doing jujitsu and stuff. And like,
0: I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that right
1: on track. And then I just, I got complacent again, man. I got stuck in that mental state where you, you just know you, everybody knows it, man. Everybody gets there. Everybody goes there. And I got stuck there. And uh, honestly, that's, that's a a huge driving force behind this now is that I want to get back to that. And even better than where I was then. So that's, it's, it's a major driving force behind all of that
0: wow so take in you know yeah because i remember like we, we for those listeners that don't know out of the few friends that do listen to this podcast tj and i and a group of friends used to play ultimate frisbee at like 11 o'clock at night in the middle of an elementary school parking lot
1: and i was the second fastest fat guy you've ever seen
0: it is absolutely true. So I truly remember when he was talking about like when he lost all that weight and was doing jujitsu ju- and then we, we kind of fell off there for a little bit. Um and then you know, seeing you get back to where you were, you took, you know, you were you were at that where you felt at the top of your game at that point. And then, you know, it happens. We all slip back, we all fall into those, into those mental traps, those thinking traps that's that just grip onto us because it's so hard to beat negative thoughts it's it's almost impossible to build positivity but it's so much easier to slip in that negativity you took something where it would have almost demoralized most people but you were able to use that as a springboard to jump back and become even better because of it and learn again the second time around
1: exactly exactly and it's it's exactly i'm building off of that and being able to to continue with that that was just Something I don't know if anybody's ever done jujitsu, but that's something that I highly suggest anybody anybody go and do. Seriously, I don't care how old you are. I was doing jujitsu with some fifty year old men, some sixteen year old kids that would wrap me up in a pretzel. You, it, it's so humbling and it's so such an incredible experience that there, there's not many places you can get that kind of camaraderie. And I th- I highly suggest anybody if you're ever looking for something different with your fitness to totally go and look into jiu-jitsu.
0: Wow. So there you go. We're not sponsored by anybody from jiu-jitsu. Nope. We're probably nope. not going to be. Nope. Nope. Ryan was right now kind of lazy, but hey, you heard it there. You heard it there. Since you're not a father and we are a fathering podcast, but we also do a lot of that positivity, mindset shifting because, you know, the mindset plays such a powerful role in how we see the world. What would you say um what would you say makes you or your definition of what being fearless truly is.
1: Um, I think my ability to take leadership in roles that most people don't uh, is is something that I take a, a great pride in because I love leading people. I love showing people maybe not the right way. Like I don't want to say it's the right way. I don't want to say it's the wrong way. But I like showing people my way. And sure, I love teaching people. And I think that that's a huge uh, tool. To help yourself learn more about yourself and help yourself grow is to teach others and see how you respond to them and things like that.
0: So being so being fearless for you is being that leader, but also being coachable and being able to lead other people, but also learning from them as well, too, to build who you are as a leader.
1: Exactly. Being able to accept feedback and criticism, I think is, is you got to be fearless to be able to do that. Cause otherwise, if you're not, you're one of those people that's probably more than likely gets defensive when you receive something you don't like.
0: Right. No, well said. I mean, I, I follow right in suit with that one, you know, remaining coachable. Yeah. You may be, you may be the top exec or you might be, you know, that leader wherever you might be, but you know, going in with that mentality of you're not the smartest man in the room is huge. Is absolutely huge. And being able to embrace that and saying, hey, listen, I could learn from my subordinates or I could teach them a couple other things or maybe they could show me a different way, an easier way to do something that I was doing a long time ago. I, I agree with TJ's, you know, with TJ's definition there. Being fearless is being able to take that criticism and remaining coachable and always constantly learning on an everyday basis
1: yeah you never it's always a different set of eyes can always bring different light to to any kind of situation
0: yeah absolutely so I know I touched on this a little bit before the last question I should have said this before that but hey first interview I'm learning you're learning we're all our dads are learning we're all learning man we all said it we're coachable right (laughs) so since flipping that mindset to a more positive outlook would you say that you're seeing things in a much different light than when you were more negative?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. I something as stupid. I'll tell you what, man. I did started something real dumb. You know Road Rage. You know you always want to give somebody yep. the finger when they cut you off. Oh, yeah. oh start, yeah. I'll I'll tell you, I everybody start doing this. I wanna this is where it's gonna start. Everybody start doing this. Here's here's and, your call to action, dads. Do not give them the finger. Give them the thumbs up and tell them to have a good day. That's it, it boils, to, I know it's something so simple, but you can really look at it in the broader aspect of things. That negative energy that you just put out there is not going to do anything. That thumbs up and telling that dude or chick or whoever's driving, have a good day, is going to confuse the shit out of them, number one. <laughs> it is. And then number two, they're going to be like, damn, I know I cut that guy off. I did something wrong, but he's still being nice. That's weird. And then maybe they'll carry that on. Maybe they don't.
0: Little bit of pay it forward. So there's your there's your call to action, guys, if you're listening to that. When you're that road rage induced horrible person like I tend to be and just want to flip everybody the bird, look at them, give them a thumbs up and say, Have a nice day. Yep, make sure you smile nice, big smile, big smile, thumbs up. Hey, if they think you're sarcastic, that's on them. But you're doing that by paying it forward. That's a small incremental step to a more positive outlook, paying it forward and just doing something you wouldn't normally do is going to it's going to release like that. What is it? Serotonin that 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 serotonin into your brain that just says, hey, I feel good about myself. That's your call to action, dads. Next time that happens, just a big smile, thumbs up say have a nice day go on with your life and keep that smile going you're right you're probably gonna confuse the ever-living shit out of them but you know what that's a potential to even pay it forward because negativity doesn't beat negativity positivity is going to beat negativity
1: boom can't say it better than that
0: boom and that's why i podcast
1: (laughs) 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 oh you're so good at podcasting dude
0: (laughs) i appreciate that thanks man thank you so to wrap this all up TJ, what's something that you want our listeners to take away at the end of the day? What words can you give them that might help them give them that push to excel further? Hmm.
1: Uh, you know what? I think I would have to go with how we talked about those micro steps. Set yourself some goals, man. It doesn't matter if it's to freaking make a bologna sandwich. I don't care what it is. Set yourself a goal, goal and accomplish it. If you have to write it down. Check it off, put it in notes on your phone, something visual helps me a lot personally. So I have a list, I like to check those things off. Just set goals, please set little mini goals, and then those goals will lead to bigger goals. And then those bigger goals will lead to bigger goals. And then hopefully you're leaving, you'll lead to some awesome positivity and you continue to spread that through the world.
0: Man, that is some amazing value out there, guys. So there's two calls of action for you be nice during those road rage infections. And number two, just set those goals, whether you need to write them down, whatever the case is, to start building that mindset, that positivity. We preach it all the time. Positivity comes one step at a time, one day at a time. You put in the reps, it's going to happen. It, you're going to overcome. You're going to motivate, dominate, and accelerate your life by putting in those many steps to start the way. Well said. So... I want to thank TJ for joining us today on the Fearless Fathers podcast. I want to thank you for listening to us, to l- listening to us talk back and forth. This was the first interview. I hope you guys got a ton of great, valuable information. I know I did from such a close friend of mine who just absolutely killed it today. So give it up to him. Give it up to yourselves for being that father, for being that man who's constantly fighting, battling his entire way through, and just doing what he needs to do in order to provide for him and his, for you and your family we say it all the time guys your kids learn and grow every single day just because you're an adult and you're a father doesn't mean you can't do the same thing you've been hanging out with Davo and TJ today and together we'll embrace the fear